it's Sam and Scott from Ship It Studios Premier Wrestling Podcast, Above the Ring. And Sam, let's talk about Riverside.fm, the leading podcast and video creation platform that's changing the game on how creators record their content. Riverside.fm allows you to record studio-quality audio and up to 4K video on their platform. Now you can interview a guest a thousand miles away, and it will sound like you're sitting in the same room. Did you know that it's as easy to use as Zoom, but it gives much higher quality audio and video recordings? Did we mention that they have a mobile app? This allows guests to connect directly from their phone and record content from anywhere. After your content is finished, you can easily grab clips to share them across your social media channels. So if you're looking for a platform to put over for all your recording needs, from podcasts to webinars to other video content, you should be using uh, Riverside.fm. Sign up today so you can focus on your content and leave the quality to Riverside.fm. Use promo code SHIPIT and receive 30% discount on the first three months of your subscription. Ladies and gentlemen, it's Monday, and you know what that means. It's time for another Raw Review. This is for your Raw on May 24th, 2021. And, well, it's Raw. (laughs) Um, Yeah. I don't, I don't really know what to say at this point. <laughs> um, I mean, the show wasn't terrible, terrible, but you think when they start doing better, things are more interesting and they freshen up the matchups and they start building a storyline and then all of a sudden they regress. It's like Take one step forward, two steps back with Raw. The The last few weeks has is, is essentially just been Monday night repeat matches. It's really all it's been. And it continued tonight. Uh, the first hour really dragged. Um, the last two kind of made up a little bit for it. Um, but we'll just jump right into it. So, Raw kicks off, MVP in the ring, introducing the almighty WWE champion, Bobby Lashley, with his new band of ladies, um, going Godfather style and changing them up every week. Uh, But, of course, with Drew, always lurking. He makes his way out as well. MVP trying to continue the whole thing that Drew's being left in the in the rear view mirror and addressing the whole situation with Kofi and how you know none of this matters. You know Bobby's gonna continue going forward and dominating everybody, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. Drew obviously coming out. Still completely obsessed with getting back his championship or his well, what was his championship. Basically stating that the other reason why Kofi won last week, essentially because of Drew, which then drew the ire of Kofi himself with Xavier Woods 
Kofi saying that he could do it no matter what. He didn't need Drew's help. So Drew and Kofi kind of getting into it verbally, which leads to Adam Pierce coming from the back, making a match for tonight between Drew McIntyre and Kofi Kingston. The winner will take on Bobby Lashley at Hell in a Cell. So I'm like, all right, all right cool. We're going to start to set up our matches for the pay-per-view for next month. That's great. All right. So we're, we're off to a good start. Or so I thought. <laughs> so that Kofi and Drew match actually kicked off the England action, and it was a it was a great match. Um, everything was fantastic, obviously until the end, um, where uh, I was conversing with people on Twitter during the match, and a few of them had said, "Oh, it's probably end up being a triple threat, or you know, this will end in some type of DQ or." Count or uh, no contest or whatnot, and I was I was in time I was in uh, inclined to agree. <laughs> I had a feeling, and lo and behold, that feeling was very true. Um, Kofi did this ridiculous dive off the top rope, taking out Drew, who was right next to Bobby at MVP. Uh, Bobby ended up being collateral damage. So then MVP and Bobby both hit the ring. Uh, and attacked both Drew and Kofi, causing said no contest. So at that point, we don't know who's going to face the champion. The majority of us thought, including myself, that, okay, we're going to end up having a triple threat match. They've been doing that a lot lately, so okay, we're just going to go with it then. It is what it is. We trade out Braun Strowman, and we put Kofi Kingston in instead. Okay. That's what we thought. But we'll see what happens. <laughs> Up next, we had uh, an interesting interesting match. Earlier in the day, Charlotte and Rhea kind of getting at it verbally in the, in the back. Um, and Nikki Cross, of all people, wild Nikki Cross sighting had. <laughs> um, Nikki goes, that's all right. I could be both of you. I have, you know, full confidence in myself, and I know I can do it. Charlotte dismisses her, essentially stating, I can beat you in two minutes, but you're below me, so whatever. She said, but I'm sure Rhea could do it. And, of course, now Rhea's like, yeah, of course I can. <clears throat> so we have a beat-the-clock challenge where Nikki Cross has to survive two minutes with the Raw Women's Champion, Rhea Ripley, or else she wins. And lo and behold, Nikki, being the spitfire that she is, kept the champ at, not really at bay, but kept her distracted long enough to last the two minutes and actually gets the win. This prompts Charlotte to come down to the ring um, for her match next with Asuka, but of course takes a moment to laugh at the champ and still, at this point, still completely dismissing Nikki Cross, which I feel is a mistake. Um, because yes, I know ever since Nikki and Miss Bliss separated from one another, Nikki unfortunately has been kind of dropped by the wayside, which is very unfortunate. Um, because her stuff when she was in NXT with Sanity was some of the best stuff that I've ever seen from a psychotic 
<laughs> uh, women's wrestler. It was just, yeah, it was it was good stuff. I really truly appreciated it, um, and it's a shame that she can't continue doing that. But Nikki's trying to uh, carve her own path, and hell, if stuff like this leads to her having more time down the road, more time on TV, then I'm all for it. Uh, before we got into the match with Charlotte and Asuka, Adam Pierce had Drew and Kofi come into his office demanding something happen because of what had happened at their match early today. And Adam Pierce made it official for next week. They're gonna they're gonna quote unquote run it back. And we're gonna have Drew McIntyre versus Kofi Kingston once again. With the same stipulation, the winner faces Bobby Lashley at Hell in a Cell. A little later on, I'm going to say this now because it kind of goes with everything happening. Drew, I'm sorry, Drew, um, Adam Pierce uh, asked uh, MVP and Bobby Lashley to come to his office. So after they get there, they were informed by Adam Pierce themselves if either one of them interferes in the match or even shows up at ringside, they will be suspended for 90 days without pay. This will all but guarantee that this is going to be a one-on-one match between Kofi and Drew. I'm all for it. I hope it's the main event. Um, but, yeah, it's going to be good. I'm excited to see it. But going back now to the match between Charlotte and Asuka, again, another classic between these two. The chemistry these two have is unreal. And they know each other so well. And it was it was really good. Um, at one point, I thought Charlotte broke her nose because she kept holding it, and it kind of looked swollen a little bit. So I think Oscar might have popped her at one point. Um, I also love that Charlotte has now adapted Andrade's rebound spinning elbow. Um, she doesn't always hit it like Andrade does, but it's it's getting there. So it's it's nice to see that she's starting to <clears throat> use some of her fiance's moves. I think that's pretty cool. Um, but overall in the match, Charlotte was able to escape with a victory. Uh, Oscar had the Oscar lock. It wrapped in on Charlotte. Charlotte was able to roll out <clears throat> or roll enough to pin Oscar's shoulders to the mat uh, for another fantastic match. And because of that, we ended up having our first Hell in a Cell match officially announced. It's going to be for the Raw Women's Championship. Rhea Ripley will put her title on the line against Charlotte. Now, we don't know if there's going to be any stipulations added to this match, but for now, we have our first match. So I'm good with that. Up next, they showed this beautiful montage about her business with Cedric and Shelton Benjamin, and it still cuts deep. I still think this is a terrible move for them to separate them from the her business. But it is what it is. That match that was happening next was match number two between Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander. Um, in this match, unlike the first one, Sheldon actually controlled the whole pace for the majority of this match, and that it was a mistake that caused Cedric 
to end up getting the victory. So now we're at one-on-one apiece. Obviously, we're going to have ourselves a rubber match coming up. I don't know if there's going to be some stipulation attached to it because before this second match started, Cedric had said that Sheldon will not be seen again once he's done with him. So I don't know if we're, if we're starting to lean towards a loser leaves WWE match or, or what, but we'll see. Uh, after that, we moved on to which I thought was match of the night. And I had a feeling it would be a good match, but I did not expect this match to blow up like it did. It was Riddle versus Xavier Woods. And I'll tell you right now, this was the best singles match I've ever seen Xavier Woods do. And I've watched his TNA run. His TNA run was 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 okay. But this match, I think, puts him back in the map, on the map when it comes to singles res- wrestling. This bodes well for hopefully his King of the Ring opportunities, maybe uh, mid-card title run, and who knows, but maybe even a heavyweight championship match down the road. We'll see what happens. Um, Xavier Woods at one point during this match did this ridiculous power lifted suplex where like Riddle was like leaping and Woods caught him and then like walked him a little bit and dropped him. I was just like, what? <laughs> it was it was insane. But of course, the match ended up being tainted in the end because Riddle used an RKO. Yes, I said that correctly. Riddle used Randy Orton's finisher to put Woods away. And I was not happy about this. I was so happy that he wasn't out there. I was like, oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be just a one-on-one match. No Kofi, no Randy. It's going to be great. And then what happens... Son of a bitch uses an RKO. Even when he's not there, he's still there. It's taunting me. I hate it. <sighs> but after that, um, we went from a high to the lowest of lows. And when we say lowest of lows, we're talking TNA 2012 lows. Jackson Riker, with the help of Elias, pins one half of the Raw Tag Team Champions, AJ Styles. Now, the reason why I mentioned TNA 2012 because due to outside interference by Frankie Kazarian, Jackson Riker's TNA's version pinned AJ Styles. Now, I get it. It's to further along the Raw storyline for the tag team titles. At some point, I'm sure they'll get a shot now at Hell in a Cell. But I know you're trying to protect almost. But why? Why? It's AJ goddamn Styles, for God's sakes. And I'm not even going to touch all the nonsense that happened with 
Jackson Riker because you've you've all seen that enough on the internet. I don't need to regurgitate it. It's I don't know. Didn't make any sense to me. We kind of bounced back a little bit as uh, Sheamus took on a returning Umberto Carrillo. So thankfully, Umberto was not injured by that. What looked like a devastating attempt at a powerbomb outside of the ring. Sheamus, um, another good match. Sheamus does win with a handful of tights and then continues to attack Umberto after the match before Ricochet comes in and makes the save. And then Ricochet and Umberto do this kind of one-upsmanship on who can hit their high-flying move on Sheamus. It was kind of entertaining as hell. (laughs) Um, And then (laughs) after that, we moved on to our main event of the evening, which I'm glad they put this spot in. It was for the WWE Women's Tag Team Championships as Natalia and Tamina defended against Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler. Now, before this match happened, Shayna was adamant that Reginald stay in the back because every time he comes to the ring with them, something happens and they lose. Now, with everything that had happened last week, with Reginald basically almost burning his you know, eyebrows and eyes out of his face uh, due to the quote-unquote pyrotechnic mishap, <laughs> um, he was wearing sunglasses and couldn't really see straight. You've seen triple from what Nia had said. And Shane is like, I don't give a shit. I don't want him out there. He interferes in our matches one more time. I'm going to kick his ass, essentially. So they go out to the ring and by themselves at first. And, but of course, things start going away pretty a little bit. Reginald makes his way out to the ring. Obviously, Shane is not very happy about this. Lo and behold, he gets involved, backfires. Natty ends up getting the win. And I have a feeling that we all thought it might have been Shana that that Lily's been going after, but part of me thinks it might actually be Reginald now. Because as Shayna effectively kicks out Reginald, he starts to leave, gets about three-quarters of the way up the ramp, and then all the pyro in the front blows up. Reginald comes flying down the ring, uh, down the ramp, and Shayna ends up getting distracted, Natty able to get the pin. Champs retain, and they get out. Shayna, at this point, is infuriated. It just... Grabs Reginald, calls him son of a bitch, (laughs) and then challenges him to a match next week. So all we have to say to that is, Rip, Reginald, it's nice knowing you. We'll see you. We'll see you after your repackage, sir. So I'm pretty sure Shane is going to kill you. (laughs) But that was raw. Like I said, there were a few low spots, some pretty good high spots as well. Um, of course, with Riddle, there's always a high spot, but that's beside the point. Um, I give it a, I'll give it a, I'll give it a B minus. I'll be generous today. I'll give it an eighty. So I'll give it the B minus. Like I said, wasn't the best show, 
but it wasn't all that terrible. The first hour was a little rough. The last two hours kind of made up for it. Um, two really good matches tonight. Um, and then a couple, one just, yeah. <laughs> but that's it for tonight, guys. Thank you so much for listening. If you don't already, please follow us on Twitter, media underscore rhythm. You can find us on Facebook, uh, YouTube, and Instagram is Bedlam Media. You can find myself pretty much everywhere as Scotty J Stream. And you can find this podcast pretty much on every podcast platform out there. However, if we're not on a podcast platform that you listen to, let us know. We'll add ourselves to it. That way you can do all your one-stop shopping. And Hey, who doesn't love a little Bedlam in their day? And while you're there, please, you know, leave us a review. Tell us what we're doing good, what we're doing wrong, your opinions. We love hearing them, and we appreciate everything. So thank you guys once again for listening. Most importantly, though, do not forget to join the Bedlam. Have a good night. Welcome to the All 80s Movies Podcast. I'm Bill. And I'm Jason. And this is the podcast where we talk about the blockbusters, the flops, and everything in between from one of the freshest decades for movies, the 1980s. So whether you're a brain, a jock, a valley girl, or a Jedi, we've got some 80s classics for you. Do these movies stand the test of time? Are we discovering something new? Is there an 80s movie we're finally watching for the first time? Join us each week as we dive into the cinematic nostalgia that inspired and influenced a generation. From the hits to the cult classics, we'll discuss our earliest memories, favorite scenes, fun facts, and our not-so-favorite movie moments, too. It's the All 80s Movies Podcast, now available on all major streaming platforms. Please subscribe and happy listening.